during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. We're talking fashion. That's why we were, uh, I jumped on just now. We, Bob and I were talking about our outfits. I love this. I yes. Love, I love the way. Actually, we're both in plaid today. Yeah. Both this, in plaid. Yeah. This is, some, you're right. It's plaid. I yes, don't know. Yes. It's a, I, I believe that's called black watch. That's the, that. That's right. Yes. Or at least a good Im- imitation of it. Yes. It's very close. Mm. Yeah, I would say. I would call it Black Watch. And I'm in a plaid flannel. Mm-hmm. Never ever would I think I would be wearing flannel. But I tried to keep it chic. So um, this is my – I was going to dress this morning. First of all, I just felt cold. So that's what inspired my outfit. <laughs> but I didn't want to be boring. You know, it's a work day. Um, and I just was feeling somewhat westerny. I guess. I got mm-hmm. some western vibes going on. So I have brown legging, chocolate brown leggings, and a flannel, plaid flannel shirt on. It's actually from the men's department of J. Crew. Uh-huh. So it's quite oversized now and big, yeah. but I like that. Yeah. And then I have it belted with an Hermes belt, of course. <laughs> so we're still chic, um, but I have an orange belt on. And then I have my cowboy boots on today and a big huge oversized jacket so i just got this jacket it's oversized it's my it's not uh, a big size it's my size but it's meant to be really huge um i love it it's actually a wool it's from a i can't remember the brand but i did buy it's from england it did come from england um but it was uh it's a blazer but oversized and it's meant to be a coat more of a coat, like an outdoor coat. Right. So that's why I kind of threw that on. Temperature's a little bit warmer today. I know it's well, going to so drop. so far, yeah. Yes, I know it's going to drop. Mm. Um, and then I've got my new Holland Cooper bag. Holland Cooper's one of my favorite brands, also a British brand. and uh, But they specialize in a lot of equestrian-style, um, equestrian wear, true wear, but also then they've got a fashion line as well that's definitely very conservative, English countryside, British-inspired. Really pretty. Very, very well-tailored. And uh, my bag is from there. So my bag is brown croc. It's faux croc. And it's got gold hardware. So anyway. Well, I'm very much... Uh, in simpatico with you because I've been watching all creatures great and small. Oh, and, love oh, that! Yeah, I mean the clothing, yes. everything. Just so what a great era yes. in Britain. Yes, I yeah. love that. It's a, a series, right? Is yes, one? yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm in between that one and Around the World in 80 Days. Have you been watching? I haven't that? started that yet because I like the original movie so much. Agree. I, I don't want to ruin it, but maybe you, it, won't. it won't though. It oh, won't because okay. it's different. Mm-hmm. Same but different. You'll okay. see. I thought the same. And but it's been a really long time since I've seen that movie, so I felt like it was long enough. That but I think you're gonna love it. I love the characters, all of them, but of course, especially love the female character. Okay, um, one of the the I would say not the lead, but maybe supporting actress. Um, she's a great, just a great character. So, mm-hmm. and, and talk about fashion. So. I want to jump to a couple of things. I've got I've got a lot to tell you. I've got um, where, where do we start? It is almost Fashion Week, almost Fashion Month. Um, we've got the Olympics to talk about, but I want to start with a fabulous event I attended last night okay. at the Greenwich Library. So um, let me just refer to my notes here. Okay, so uh, it was a shoe event. It's called Just Shoes. 
where art, craft, and fantasy meet. And it was at the Flynn Gallery upstairs at the library. I was uh, very, very grateful to be invited. Thank you, Karen Shear. She invited me. I wouldn't have even known about it. Um, but I am on the mailing list now, so I will know of future events. So it's the first, not the first time I've been to the library, but the first time I've been to that space upstairs, the Flynn Gallery. Let me tell you, I loved it. What a lovely space. What a great idea. Um, I was told that this was a space where they have, you know, different events. And normally there are events where they bring in different artists, different, different, Um, art and then it's for sale this particular event it's not it's more just museum pieces Um, but I encourage all of you to go check it out it's running it just opened February 3rd it's running through March 16th there are about 70 shoes by about 20 different artists and um Again, this is not these these are not shoes you can wear. These are beautiful works of art and all constructed from all different materials, um, an array of materials from from cardboard to plexiglass to uh, paper mache wire. There was copper wire. I'm trying to think what else I saw. Um, But really, really fun events. The curators did a fantastic job curating all of it and putting it together. Uh, last night, there were a couple of designers were there. The sorry, artists were there, and I got to got to meet two of them. They were lovely. Um, what else can I tell you? There's also I think this whole thing was inspired by there is a book that is for sale, and I was looking at the book and I'm thinking, oh, that picture looks very familiar. And looking at the shoe, and it's all these like beautiful shoes, like display shoes, and I believe it's by um, Stuart Weitzman's wife. Oh. So yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yes. Hmm. Um, and then I flip it over and I look at the cover and I'm like, oh, I own this book. <laughs> That's why it looks familiar. <laughs> it's a book about shoes. And my a girlfriend was with me said, of course you do. <laughs> and I said, no, actually, I, someone gave this to me as a gift a while back. But it's a great book. They have it. I believe it's for sale there. Um, so, yeah, so it's a really great event. And, uh, again, listen, it's local. It's free. It's something to do. It runs through March 16th. I encourage everybody to stop by and take a peek. And by the way, I, there's a few pictures that I posted. So if you want to take a sneak peek of what it looks like, and there'll be more, there are some photos on my Instagram. So I encourage you all to go to that. It is wardrobe envy, and it's wardrobe underscore N-V-E-N-V-Y. So if you type that in the search bar, you can find me. You don't have to follow me if you don't want to. You can still view because my page is public. And it's up in stories. So when you look at my profile, you click on the little icon, the little round circle, and that's how you view stories. Um, I'm not I'm not social media savvy, but I do know the basics. Um, so there's a couple of pictures from the event last night. There will be a few more going up. So if you want to take a sneak peek, I encourage you to do that. And that is a fairly small space, so it won't take a long time no. to go through it and see everything. Right, which which is, was perfect for me because I did it last night. I, I went right in the beginning at 6 o'clock. I was kind of in and out, but enough time to really appreciate um, all of the shoes, all of the art. And what I lo- of course, face masks, face masks are required. And what I loved was they really controlled the crowd. There weren't too many people. They didn't allow too many people in. It wasn't, you know, wasn't super crowded to begin with but they were conscious of that so mm. just to let everyone know they're they're certainly taking precautions um but yeah everyone kind of moves around it's a big enough space where you don't feel crowded you don't feel you know claustrophobic um but yet you can see everything and you kind of keep it moving when you say they're shoes that you can't wear do you mean literally or 
I mean, I wouldn't imagine you you could call it a shoe if you couldn't actually put it on your foot. Yeah, I mean, literally, you can't. These are works of art, for sure. Well, you wouldn't want to. I I understand that. But or you couldn't. They could. No, you can't put them on your feet. They don't even fit on your feet. No. Oh. No, because they're all. It's different scales. So some of them are small. Some of them are. You know, they're all approximately the same size, but some are definitely more of sculptural. Um, some okay. and some just um, by the design itself, you wouldn't actually be able to put your foot in there. You know, there was one; it was resin. One, mm. and actually, the artist I got to meet, there were the, she's got a couple shoes there that were resin. So no, you wouldn't actually be able to put your wow. foot inside of it. There was one. One of my favorites was the paper mache shoes. Obviously, that also you wouldn't be able to put your foot in, but it was a shoe. Mm-hmm. Just not a functioning shoe. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's so so pretty. Um, when you first walk in, actually, I don't want to spoil it if anyone's going to see it. I'll say this: if you look on my Instagram, you will see a sneak peek of the first set of shoes when you first walk in. It's really cool. Something, and, right. and I'll say this: it's more historic. The, the shoes are not a shoe; they look like almost like a, a piece of equipment. I want to call it, but just really pretty. Um, and I think the other one of my favorites—they were all great. But one of my other favorites, there were shoes made of copper wire, really, like, really detailed, intertwined. There was one with uh, corrugated cardboard. I mm. mean, oh, so, yeah. I mean, some of it looked like someone sat down with an X-Acto knife and just is really talented. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of, like, an ice sculpture and really, like, carved out something amazing. Some of it looked like, you know, somebody paints really well and, you know, carved this thing. Other Others looked more sculptural. It was beautiful. I loved it. Hmm. I encourage everybody to spot, stop by and we're supporting our community. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to more events. I, I hope uh, to attend more events for sure. This was, of course, right up my street because it was about shoes. <laughs> All right, moving on. So where do we start? Do we want to talk about opening ceremonies? I don't have much to say other than I haven't seen it yet. Only I can talk about it because I watched a little bit of it this morning. And I like what you said. Oh. I was noticing the Italians' outfit being very stylish. Uh-huh. Um, long coats. All of them were knee length or lower, uh, long coat, and very tall, large diameter collars. Okay. Uh, standing up. Yes, standing up. Got it. Really, I, I liked it. What do you think that, what were the coats made of? Was it like a puffer? Was it a wool coat? No, it was, it was a man-made material, but not, it didn't look puffy except for the, okay. the, the collar did stand up. So maybe it was wool. I mean, so, I would think it was something warm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Interesting. Mm. I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to wait and go look tonight. I'm sure right. they're going to be repeating. If not, I'll do research. Surely. Yeah. Um, I even remember NBC saying they would be like, you know, primetime yeah, prime tonight time. would be running the whole thing again. Yeah, I believe yeah. it is on primetime tonight. Um, yes, I'm, it's a sports weekend. In my house, we'll be also watching the uh, NHL All-Star Game. <laughs> we'll be on. So we'll be watching that, Olympics, a little uh, Netflix series. Um, yeah, we're, we're ready. So <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait to see. All right, I'm going to have to check. Yeah, that's. I don't have much to say about it because I haven't seen it. So I'll have more comments. And, of course, the... the the where they did this in that bird's nest in China, yes. oh, just amazingly de- uh, designed and decorated and uh, very high tech. Really, and they they put a lot of of their Chinese people and dancers involved in yeah. it, and amazing. Okay, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting. 
what else? Let's talk. Let's go to Scoop Du Jour. Uh, I know what I have to talk about. So Fashion Month has begun. New York Fashion Week will start next Thursday, I believe it is. So I will be there. It's shortened, of course. And February shows, you know, I don't I like to go to the February shows in New York because what's showing in February is fall, fall clothes. So it's the one time it's like, well, it's cold out and I'm looking at cold weather clothes. <laughs> um, but at the same time, usually there's some sort of storm or bad weather that comes during February fashion week. So sometimes I kind of sit it out. <laughs> anyway, I will be there and I will be taking notes and sharing that with you. Definitely posting on my social media, so be sure to check that out. In the meantime, Paris Couture Week just took place. And let me tell you, this is probably one I've never been to Paris Couture Week, but I always look I can't wait for the photos to be posted on the internet because this is where it all starts in my opinion and probably most people in the fashion world this is where the dream and the fantasy starts couture week because these are not ready to wear so meaning not clothes you're ever going to see literally made this is an idea this is a designer's fantasy Um, couture is something that's ultimately handmade and couture might be things you'll see on a red carpet so you'll you won't rarely will see this in a store um but that being said i feel like a lot of inspiration is taken from paris couture week to the ready to wear world so you might think well how could that happen it's so interesting how it does you know if there's a ball gown on the on the uh runway and it's got huge organza puff sleeves or something so silly, really dramatic oversized, something you can never actually wear. There will be a watered-down version. I don't mean that negatively. There'll be a modified, how about that, modified version. And we'll suddenly start to see puff sleeves on dresses, on jackets, on coats. And, oh, oh, now there's a puff sleeve in stores in, you know, J. Crew or Zara or wherever you shop. So that's, that's, a, that's it in a nutshell. Um, But I like to see it's dramatic, it's fantasy, and I have to say, not even going to talk about the runway because that was a whole, that's a whole nother show. What I wanted to mention this time was I always like to look at the crowd. So pictures of the people that are attending these shows. So this is a fashion elite. And I have to say from what I saw, the street style is back for sure. So um, they definitely were bringing their sartorial A-game, I would say. Uh, it's a four-day event. And what I noticed, usually there's very, like, over-the-top style, okay, of, of editors and influencers and stylists. This time, it was quite practical, I have to say. So I, have, I, I took some notes on what I saw. And most of the stuff you probably have in your closet. Men and women. So, um, ladies, if you're looking, and, and men, if you're looking to kind of change it up a little bit, shop your closet first. I always say this. So, this is what I saw lots and lots and lots of basics. But it was interesting because it didn't look basic, and probably because it's on, you know, someone that understands proportion and texture and fit. You know, it's the fashion crowd. I saw lots of maxi coats. This is my favorite. This is, for me, this is a hero piece. So Maxico being basically floor length, maybe it has an oversized collar. It's just very dramatic. Um, It could be more tailored or it could be oversized. I've seen maxi 
puffer coats. So again, it's just all the way to the floor and it's a puffer coat. I've seen a wool, very tailored, almost menswear inspired um, overcoat. That's a maxi coat. I actually own one. Um, I have to say, I love, I have a, also have a maxi trench coat, which is very long and just dramatic. Um, and why do I like it? Because it looks elegant and I feel like you could wear anything you could be wearing anything underneath you could be in your pajamas doing the school pickup you know carpool or whatever you call that um you could be running to the grocery store or you could be on your way to a a beautiful event um also lots of black and white i saw and more like creamy off-white or ecru as some people like to say (laughs) i I don't like that word by the way i just prefer to say off-white or cream i don't know why it doesn't flow off my tongue ecru sounds good it sounds good okay we'll go with it well i saw lots of that um and i like this because this is just again simple palette black and white cream and white anyone can wear it's ageless it's genderless and it always looks classic now there's one there's one caveat. I will say there's one thing I will say. If you're doing black and white, the never ever ever do just a white shirt, black dress pants and a black blazer. Well, especially ladies, I feel like you'll tend to look like a waiter or server. Especially if it's just the white shirt and black pants. That's my only thing. If you're going to do it, you've just got to layer in some texture or some accessories. So then it's fine. So that could be the base. I would say then you got to move to. There's there have been times where I, well maybe maybe once <laughs> where I was wearing a white shirt, a bl- plain black pants, and I was like, oh, okay, well that's not going to happen. <laughs> so you know I have 17 layers later. You know 27 necklaces and five bracelets and an oversized blazer. So just add texture. So a velvet blazer corduroy pants maybe it's a skirt maybe suede boots that's layering layering texture um if you want to go black and white but again my favorite is more of like a creamy you know like a winter white which is really cream in my opinion really yeah that's a winter white i think so i think what makes it winter white is more about the fabric than the color so it's not white white it's definitely creamy you know like an off-white but then it's wool or it's velvet or it's corduroy or it's you know or it's cashmere then then it's suddenly winter white right see when i hear winter white i'm thinking cold so i think of a cold white which is which is more of a white white yeah it's like yeah, the white is white. Like snow, yeah, you think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think it's more creamy. But, I, I'm, you know, I think it could be either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think white, white, I automatically think linen. So, therefore, I think summer. Ah, so all right. Isn't that interesting what yes. you equate it with? Yes. Anyway, I think it's about combining textures. Again, it's velvet, denim, wool, suede. Also saw lots of suits. Um, but in men and women's suits, but with color, like bold color. Um, at Paris Fashion Week. So, um, I'm sorry, Paris Couture Week, which I love. And this is, again, this isn't really anything new. We've kind of been seeing lots of suits. I see a lot of this. um, Zara does a lot of this, sort of the um, more affordable stores. And other stores do it as well, um, but you're going to, you know, you're going to pay for the quality. So a better quality suit you're going to pay for if you want to just have fun with it and try it and say, well, gee, I don't know if I really want to wear a pink head-to-toe suit then don't spend a lot of money on it. You know, you can always break it up and wear it as separates. But suits were were definitely prevalent. Also, oversized blazers, 
kind of like the jacket I'm wearing today. Um, loving this trend as well. I don't even want to call this a trend. I want to call this a staple. Suddenly, I mean, you should have a fitted blazer in your wardrobe, no question. But I feel like you should add in an oversized blazer. You're now wearing it like a jacket, you know, in lieu of a jacket or a sweater or a cardigan. Um, and then you really can, you know, keep it on. It can be a jacket you wear indoors or or not. Should an oversized blazer be a little longer than your... Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oversize it that way as well. Yeah. Like the jacket I have on today, I mean, it's big. It looks very big on me. I like it. I like that it's oversized. But again, I'm wearing it as a coat. Yes. So yeah, a little bit longer. Actually, last night, I and I believe a picture is posted of what I was wearing last night. Um, I did have an oversized tailored blazer on, very different from what I'm wearing today. So that blazer I had on last night was black, and it was very tailored, so nipped in a little bit at the waist, but it was longer. Uh-huh. Yeah, it came to sort of like top, like meh, almost top of my thigh, almost not quite mid-thigh, but, you know, okay. it came down past my hips. Yes. And because it was fitted, I belted it. So I wore a skinny belt, which made it very feminine. It kept that silhouette. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it on with black uh, leggings, suede leggings, and boots, black boots, and then a very shiny satin shirt, blue, blue satin, very like a royal blue. Wow. So, yeah, it was about texture mm. last night. Yeah. Um, plus, it was raining, and I was like, oh, Ugh. I tend to go for black when it's raining. Hmm. So, um, but I had that pop of color as well. But <clears throat> there is a picture on um, my Instagram <clears throat> of my outfit. So, yes, you, to answer your question, it should be a little bit longer, a little bit oversized, a little bit. It doesn't have to be boxy, but it can be. It can be, like I said, it can be tailored, but it should be a little bit longer. Uh, also, robe coats. Love this one. Lots of, in particular, faux fur. So basically a coat that just looks like a robe. It's got a tie. There's no buttons. And it kind of just crisscrosses over the front of you, and you tie it like a robe. Um, I own a, I've worn it here before, a faux fur brown coat like this. I love it. I have to say, it just feels like I'm wearing my robe. And it's faux fur, so it's super warm. It's got a really high collar that I can kind of pop up. And uh, it's roomy enough that no matter what I'm wearing, if I'm wearing a bulky sweater, it still fits. It keeps me super warm. So to me, it's very luxurious. I think this can work with any look. It can also work with almost any decade. You know, like a robe-style coat. It can be 70s. It could be current. It could be 90s. really is not – it doesn't have a date, I feel like. Uh, But something interesting. Um, and then what else did I see? Uh, yeah, that was it mostly color, not a whole lot of color, just a lot of some pop, some pops of bright colors. Um, but again, a whole lot of, um, basic things that we all have in our closet. So, um, then Paris was uh, contrary to Paris fashion week, couture week, Copenhagen Fashion Week also had happened, and it was very different, a stark difference, as a matter of fact. Very, how do I say this, very um, Scandinavian to me. I mean, the showgoers were, a lot of trends were sort of androgynous and um, more more kind of... um, Oversized, boxy, um, baggy jeans, very chic, very chic, very, it's like the kind of stuff, like not tailored, basically opposite of what I wear. And this is always the look that I think, wow, that girl looks so cool. (laughs) I could never look that cool. Um, 
you definitely have to understand what you're doing with playing with proportions. But yeah, lots of baggy jeans, lots of cargo pants. Um, and this is on girls. Um, baseball hats, vegan leather. So basically, this was a, a typical look. It was like an oversized, like baggy jeans, then like some sort of little fitted top, and then an oversized blazer with a baseball hat. So very casual, very casual, very what I would call street style. And maybe they had like a very chic little hot pink bag on their arm, you know, little little tiny. Very interesting, Mm. very artistic. Again, it was great. It's not my style, um, but I always admire those gals that can pull that off because they just look so cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's what I saw. Those are my notes on that. Um, next week, like I said, I will be at Fashion Week. Um, you know, this is normally the time to realize Valentine's Day is next week. And normally I give my gift-giving ideas. Oh, yeah. I thought about that. And here's my gift-giving idea. It's short and sweet. For men, women, children. Well, no, maybe, not, maybe not children. Men and women. One thing I'm going to suggest. Anything that's bespoke. That's my gift-giving idea this year. Why? Because that's what I want. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I feel that it's moving forward, always talking about sustainability. I just think it's more about investment pieces. That doesn't mean, oh, I've got to have designer and spend a ton of money. But I think it's more about quality versus quantity, which sounds obvious. But I think a lot of us, myself included, kind of get caught up in high street or fast fashion or, you know, the H&M and the Zara's of the world, which, by the way, they have their place. I'm not saying I don't shop there. I do. But I think to be more mindful and to really start investing. So say, you know what, this season, maybe it's one piece a year or maybe it's one piece a season, whatever your budget allows, something bespoke. So of course, on my wish list, I want a bespoke blazer. (laughs) Shocker there. Um, I want something tweed. Mm. I preferably would like to design it, but I don't know if that's possible. Um, I am looking into this. So stay tuned for my progress. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm. So I think even if it's a pair of shoes, whatever it is, I think everybody should have one bespoke piece and then build on that in their wardrobe. I think it's well worth the money. And, of course, then it's got to be something very classic because, you know, why? I don't think you'd buy something that's not. You agree? Well, uh, I see your point, though. I guess I didn't realize that was considered part of bespoke as well. But you're right; it is. Yeah. It it something that's very unusual and advanced or futuristic it can't be called bespoke. Right. Mm. Exactly. Think about that. Yes. I mean, right away, a suit comes to mind for me, of course. But mm. um, yeah, it could be a pair of shoes. It could be a handbag. Whatever it is. So, I just think it's important to invest in better quality pieces as we all move forward. Think about longevity. Think about cost per wear. Think about maybe the future passing it on to someone or selling it or whatever it may be. And I think it's well worth the money to own something bespoke. So stay tuned on what I get <laughs> if I get it. All right, that'll do it for this week. Don't forget to check out the Greenwich Library, the shoes, just shoes, uh, at the Flynn Gallery. It's running through March 16th. Thanks for joining me. Join me next week for Fashion Week Notes on Fashion Friday, WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. In a show of unity, Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin have met in Beijing as Moscow's deteriorating relationship with the West has pushed the countries to a more robust relationship, including business and a new gas and oil pipeline from Russia to China. Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin via a translator on Al Jazeera. The world has undergone unprecedented changes and a pandemic in the last century. Sino-Russian relations have withstood the test of various storms. Deep historical traditions of friendship and mutual understanding have allowed us to take our relations to the next breakthrough level. More and more cities 